Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez from simpleprogrammer.com. So I've got some exciting, I've got, some of you are just going to be like thrilled when you, when you hear what this video is about, because yes, yes, I am going to continue the, the infamous career story with career story part seven. <laughs> so yeah, so I thought I would, I haven't done a video, a career story video in a while. And it's, it's, I had a, you know, part of it's been because I've got to go back and watch the previous one and figure out where I left off. And you know, it's just not the right time for it. But you know what? It's enough. That's enough procrastinating. It's enough delaying on this. It's about time we got into part seven because there's there's a lot more to go here. So let's see where we left off. If you haven't, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're like, what the hell are you talking about, John? Uh, check out the playlist on my career story where I basically go from the beginning of my career to to present day to to the end of my career, the end of my career, and and I talk about you know uh, mistakes I made, all kinds of problems I got into, you know, how I progressed. I, I, I cover a large portion of it. Obviously, I can't fit everything that happened to me, and, you know, and, and I may have left out some details, but, I, but I, I'm trying here. So, so anyway, last time I left off, I talked about this job that I got at the Department of Health and Welfare as a contractor and how I'd started Simple Programmer, had started the blog there, and that that was awesome. It was a growth experience for me, very successful, did a lot of cool things there, worked in Java, you know, and and then I I said that I would tell you about what happened after that. So that, that project was really successful, okay, and Simple Programmer, I was blogging probably about three times a week back then on, on various different topics, a lot having to do with Agile. I was very much, because I was, I was focusing I was a scrum master at this 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 work environment, and I was helping the team become ex- extremely productive. We, I'd, I'd basically taken a team; they put me as a 
Scrum Master on a team, and we were doing something like, I don't know, they were doing like 40 story points a week or per sprint, and I, I jumped that up to like three to four X, like like literally. And so that, that was, I was really into figuring out how to best optimize Scrum. I came up with a lot of rules for it. I was very excited about this and about Agile in general, about doing Lean and Kanban stuff. In fact, I did a blog post called Kanban and, which was my approach to, to combining the best of test-driven development, Kanban, sort of Agile, Lean practices, XP programming. You know, it never really got implemented that much, but anyway, that's what I was focusing on. So, the, long story short, that project was wrapping up essentially as we, we actually successfully completed. Can you believe a government project that was successfully completed? And, and I had a big part in that. I, I, I have to say, you know, I, I've told you where I've screwed up, right, in, in my story here. This is where I excelled. Like, I, I kicked ass. Like, this is, I was very much one of the people that was responsible for making this project successful. And, and it was. It was a hugely successful project. That actually built me a, quite a nice reputation within the, the government, Idaho government, IT kind of department there, and so I ended up getting an offer for uh, for the Department of Transportation to come over and consult and basically be a high-level architect there and and teach them agile and really like you know work work with them to get them running efficiently and, and, and things like that. And they offered me I was able to get a position at a hundred dollars an hour. That was my rate. So the the recruiting company was was billing even more than that because I was a contractor through there but but that was the highest that I'd ever been paid this is Idaho you know this is back then this is not as a total freelancer this is under uh, a consultancy so that was pretty awesome I was pretty excited about that that's a lot of money right I mean that's that's significant at least at least at that time in my life it was for, for some of you you're like damn yeah that is a lot it, it was you know I was very appreciative of it it was I couldn't believe it it was I was amazed that I was able to make uh, that much money and, and to get that that kind of a job so I ended up leaving the Department of Health and Welfare, ended up going to the Department of Transportation, a uh, different location, and you know, it just, there was just sort of this, this feeling. I was maintaining the blog, right? There, there were some other things that were going on, but mostly I, I was working on the blog, and I was, I was really into Agile stuff and excited about, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, one, I guess one of the things that, that I really enjoyed with the Department of Health and Welfare when I was there working as a contractor is I was, I was, I was architecting, I was helping the, the teams to grow and, and doing the scrum master type of stuff, but I was also writing a lot of code and teaching and is in the code a lot, and that was important to me. And so when I went to this, this new job, at, I, I was basically one of those ivory tower architects, right? Like I was going to meetings and I was telling people about Agile and putting together presentations and stuff like that. And, you know, even though I was making a lot of money, I just, I just didn't feel like... I don't know. I didn't feel like I was was living up to my potential. I, I felt sort of, I don't know, just kind of a discouraging environment, I think. Just being there, it, it wasn't, and I thought it would fade, right? I thought I would, I would get used to it. And, you know, after a couple of weeks or so, it was like, yeah, I'm collecting this huge paycheck, but I just dread going in there and dread, like, you know, it, it wasn't interesting to me. And, and, I, and I was mostly sitting at my desk, to be honest, like, they weren't even utilizing me. I was just sitting at my desk doing nothing, which, you know, it, it seems kind of, kind of weird. It's like, oh, it's not the dream job where you don't have to do anything. 
but that's not actually you know when you're working hard when you're kicking butt when you're making progress that's when you feel like you're growing and there's feeling that's when you feel like you're 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 contributing and when you don't it doesn't matter how much you're being paid you you, you feel worthless and it's not an enjoyable experience so even though you know I had accomplished all these things it was it was not the environment that I was, I was seeking. So I started looking for some jobs actually at that time. Maybe I'd put my resume out earlier and I was looking for jobs. I wanted to do a remote. I wanted to do a work from home job where I got to do a lot of coding and that's, that's what, what I thought would be ideal. That's, you know, lifestyle wise, I wanted to do that. I'd applied for a few different jobs. I'd actually started, there was this one job uh, for this company called Trackabout and I really wanted to get in. I'd, I'd talked to developers that had worked there before. I'd seen them post jobs and I, you know, it's hard to get a remote job. So what I ended up doing was probably a few months back, I had started writing comments on some of the developers that were blogging that, that worked for Trackabout. In particular, one of my, one of my friends now, uh, Derek Bailey, I was writing on his blog, and I think a few others, probably like Jesse Tabor and uh, a few other, you know, ones that. And and I and I was doing this, you know, some some people are like, oh, that, that's using people. Well, not really, because I was contributing. I was actually enjoying their work, and I was getting them, a, giving them a chance to know me, to get to know me, you know, in order to be able to increase my chances of being able to work with them. Right? These were people that I wanted to work with, that I respected in the industry, a company that I wanted to work for, and and I wanted to work remotely. So anyway, what ended up happening was they ended up getting a job opening and I got of course a recommendation from multiple developers on the team like hey you should apply for this job here hey here's John's resume and so with multiple developers recommending me for that that job I had an interview pretty quickly I pretty much aced the interview and then I was offered a position now the I was offered a salary that was I'm pretty pretty open here so I'll, I'll tell you it was I, I believe at this point it was it was a, it was a hundred thousand dollars which is you know salary so this is different than the contracting rate now as a contractor I can't remember you know when I calculated a hundred dollars an hour it was like something like I was making 160 170 thousand a year it might have been more I'd have to have to I, I'm not familiar with the math now because well okay a hundred dollars an hour times 40 hours a week is uh, what four thousand dollars a week times 52 so 4,000 wait a minute hold on say $100 an hour times 40 hours a week $4,000 times 52 weeks oh yeah no okay it was it was a big number it was $208,000 a year so and that's without overtime plus you know chance of, how did I give up that job that seems kind of crazy at that time but you know what I, I wasn't happy and that, and that was the thing. I wanted to write code. I wanted to work remotely. I wanted to, and you know what I also, I guess this was the other thing that was influencing me there is I wanted to work on a team. I wanted to be like working as a, as a consultant, as a contractor, I felt like I wasn't part of a team like pushing a product forward that, that I didn't belong to anything. They belong to a company and I wanted to have that feeling. So anyway, I, I tried to negotiate a little bit. Uh, my, my boss there, I talk about, he's a tough cookie he's a tough negotiator like normally I can negotiate people he basically didn't budge I think I ended up I think he basically didn't budge I, I was like you know I'm I'm making like two hundred thousand dollars a year now you know to go to 100 I, I just you know if we can get a 110 and I, I tried to negotiate on vacation he ended up giving me like a sign-on bonus or something and offering to allow me to have a big hardware budget so I could buy a, a pimp ass computer and, and pimp it out and so I ended up you know I thought about for a while 
And I said, no, you know what? I'm gonna go for it because quality of life, like, you know, making a bunch of money where you're not happy and you don't feel like you have real growth is not is not the best opportunity. So, you know, I think that was the right decision. Some people could argue and say, no, it wasn't, but you know, I I ended up, you know, amazingly and and it, and it shocked a lot of people because they're like, you're like the highest paid contractor in 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 IT government in Idaho like ever pretty much, right? You know, like how can you leave this job and it's a cush job, right? And you know, people knew this. So, but I was like, no. I I got I got to make this decision. So, I did. I quit the job. I I bought this computer and I put together all these parts. It was like this pimp, total like, you know, geeked out computer. And I got and I got to work from home. So I, I took the job and and Trackabout was an interesting company. It was, you know, just God, I can't believe how great of of developers that I worked with, the, the quality of the of the people that they attracted. That was the thing that attracted me to them the most. I didn't particularly like the software. It wasn't too much interesting to me, like the, the actual software and, and, and what it what it did. You know, I mean, it's it's they, they sell gas. They basically track cylinders in the gas industry. You know, for some people, maybe that's super exciting. You know, for me, it wasn't. Had a great boss, had great coworkers, right? And so it was it was a really good environment, I think. So I ended up working there. And this whole time while I'm working there, I track about it. About this time, like a few things are brewing, right? This is like things are kind of exploding here because of, of the blogging. I went and I gave some talks. I'd given some talks at companies before, but I'd never really given talks at code camps or at bigger venues. So I had put together a couple of talks for for the, the Boise Code Camp when I was in Boise at the time. And I think about that same time I started working on, I wanted to start working on some kind of a project. I think part of the thing with working at the Department of Transportation was I wanted to have something I was doing that was coding and improving my life. I think at that point, another thing might have been going on, which might have been me like quitting playing Lord of the Rings online. I think that might have been about the time. It's, it's hard. It, it kind of gets jumbled. But anyway, so I needed, I wanted to like replace that bad habit with something else with my time that was productive. So I started developing an Android application, which is the, the pacemaker. It was called pacemaker at the time. But I started developing that app. So I've got this kind of multiple things going on. I've got the blog. I've got, I'm switching to this new company. I've got this pacemaker, like the Android app that I'm building. And, and, and yeah, and, so, and I'm doing these, these, these talks, right? So I ended up basically getting done the Android app. And, and this was kind of a grueling process because I, I didn't want to do it at, at some point. I, I was using Kanban. I was using, you know, Scrum to kind of do my own task on it. And I got to this point where I needed the user interface to be created. And so I actually hired out a designer. I had a designer kind of help. We worked out kind of a revenue share. And she designed this user interface. And when I got it back, I was like, holy crap, I have no idea how to implement this. <laughs> Right, my my version of the app looked like crap, and it was fun testing this because this app was a, a running app that would tell you like speed up or slow down while you're running so you could keep a pace, and so I know I'm going a lot of di different directions here, but it, it'll all tie in. Just 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 wait. So anyway. I, I was building this app and I almost gave up on it. And she, see, at this point in my life, right, a lot of times when the going got tough, it's not that I, I quit, it's just that I lost interest and quit. 
<laughs> right? So I wasn't a finisher, okay? But but I was like, no, damn it, John. You know what? You you invest a lot of time in this. You've got someone who created a design for this. You're gonna get this. You're gonna figure out how to get this shit done. So I like took this beautiful looking UI and I figured out how to make custom controls in Android to like like this wasn't stuff that you could just do in Android. I had to figure out how to do custom drawing functions and all that. And I had kind of learned about how to do that from my my HP days when I was making custom controls for for some of the printers there so in the .NET framework and it was a similar thing with, with Android so I figured this stuff out I got it I got cut you know I basically implemented that design it took some time but I just made a little progress every day I was like I'm gonna make move the task move the bar move the ball a little bit further every day and I did and I completed the app and I put it in the app store and that was freaking awesome it felt so good to actually finish an application and get it out there and that's that's the point in my life that I, I mark that significantly changed my life because that's the point where I became a finisher and becoming a finisher is so important I'm not gonna sidetrack into that but I think I did a video on becoming a finisher if not I need to do one on it I know I've done a blog post actually the blog post might be what I'm referring to here so if there's no video there'll be a blog post link anyway let, let's see where, where to go here I'm actually gonna have to wrap this up pretty soon here because I don't want to don't want to go too long I have to have to go to part eight here but anyway so I got that app out there and some pretty cool things happen I actually got a, I got on the news <laughs> for developing the app. I don't remember exactly how that came about. And so I had like this really short little news segment. I was in like the, the, the business section of the newspaper, of the local newspaper. And then I submitted the app or, you know, to Shape Magazine because I was trying to like promote the app and they accepted it and they published a little tidbit about the app in there. And I got an explosion of sales when that Shape Magazine came out. Like it was crazy. Like all these people were buying it. It was, it was crazy. I thought the app was gonna be like making me a ton of money. And I had this plan in my head that I was going to be an app developer. I was going to like, if I built 20 apps, I could like build build my way to freedom and and you know get the get these apps in the store and and all that. So I I I was thinking that okay. And then at the same time, around this time, I did a couple of presentations for CodeCamp, and one of them was on Android development. And I was blogging away at my blog, and this this guy that actually my my wife was working for at the or, or one one period of time. He he came up to me at, at a code camp, I believe, and uh, and and he said to me, he said, uh, you know, I I work for this company, or I'm I'm in in uh, what was it? I think he was consulting for for this company called Pluralsight, and he said, you know, I know that we're looking for an Android person, right? We're looking for someone to develop an Android app for Pluralsight. We're also looking for someone to teach an Android course. I know that I've been reading your blog, and you you just finished an Android app. And you just gave a presentation at the Code Camp, and you write some pretty good stuff on your blog. So, would you be interested? And so, you know, I had thought about. It. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll submit a proposal to do the Android app, but I don't know about teaching a course, right? And so, I ended up submitting a proposal for the Android application, and surprisingly, they turned me down. <laughs> They're like, no, uh, we're going to hire someone else to do that. But we are looking for someone to teach an Android course, which seemed kind of weird to me because, like. You know, I can I can't make the Android app, but do you want me to teach a course? Okay, so fine. So I submitted this demo video, okay, and and what I did was I I basically recorded this this demo video, and it uh, <laughs> it was not uh, okay. So I didn't know anything about recording and editing. Okay, I'd never recorded anything, never never did any kind of uh, any kind of work like that, and so.
so I, I went over to this gentleman's house. I won't, I won't say his name because I don't know if he wants to, you know, whatever. But anyway, I, I went over to his house and he, he actually let me use his equipment to, to record this, this demo. And then we were going to submit to Pluralsight. This was way back in the day before. There was like maybe 15 Pluralsight authors, I think, probably at, at this point. So there wasn't, there was like 40 courses maybe. And so I, I recorded this thing. It was an Android, an introduction to like Android development. In fact, I wonder if the course is still, the course should still be there on Pluralsight. You can see my first course. If you look at all my courses, actually just go to all my courses and look at the first one there. But I basically recorded it and I, I didn't know about editing. So I thought I had to do it all in kind of one take. So it was like a 15 minute thing. And so I, I went through, it took me like three hours, right? And actually I'll, I'll say the, his name because there's no reason, uh, he, the gentleman's name was David Starr. He, you know, I, David Starr, if you're, if you're listening to this, I, I owe you one because you, know, you were definitely pivotal in, in, in changing my life with, with this opportunity. But, I recorded it and I had to re-record it every time because I had no idea that I could take out ums and that I could take cut things and, and retake or, or do like two minutes of video clip and then combine them together. I had no idea. They just had to do 15 minutes. So I did this, you know, finally did this 15 minutes and, and David's listening to it and he's like, this is, this is really good. This is really, really good. He's like, how much editing did you do to this? And I was like, what, what do you mean editing? He's like, well, well, did you edit any of this? And I was like, no, I, I, just, I just recorded it in one take. He's like, well, no wonder why it took you so long. You, you, you should edit, you've got to take out, um, you like do this, you like take little pieces of this, right? You don't need to record the whole thing at one time in one go. And this is what, and he showed me how to use editing tools and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I'm so dumb, right? And so anyway, uh, I, it, it turned out pretty good because I had, you know, and, and he, he was very happy. He said, no, you know, you're natural at teaching. I'd never really expected that before. It was my first go at it. And so we submitted to Pluralsight and I got back huge positive feedback. They're like, yes, definitely. We want you to do the Android course. So I signed myself up for this Android course. So I think it's probably about time to wrap this up. We're about close to 20 minutes here and, and I'll, I'll continue next time. But basically at this point, what was going on was I was starting this new job. At, at track about or just started this job I had gotten this opportunity with Pluralsight and I thought I was going to be an app developer and I had just finished my first Android app so in the next episode I'll tell you what happened while I was working at track about and what I decided between creating apps and, and doing this Pluralsight opportunity it was kind of interesting and how that went so anyway if you like these these uh, these videos. If you like this uh, this story of my career, uh, definitely hit, hit the subscribe button and subscribe to the channel. Let me know. You know, give me a thumbs up, some comments. If you if you want me to continue on here, I think this is part seven. We'll be moving on to part eight. I've got I've still got a lot more. You know, and there, there's so much I haven't even included in in all this because there's there was so much going on at the time. But this is what I remember, and this is how I remember it. Uh, hopefully, this is useful to you to to, to figure out. You know, to see where I failed, where I've screwed up, where I've had success, you know, as I'm giving you basically what my story is. So anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. 
This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.